Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Thank you for listening to Creative Control, a listener-funded podcast. If you would like to help and support Creative Control and keep this podcast going, please visit patreon.com slash Control and make a monthly flexible donation today. Fat Nat is a remarkable musical outfit primarily based in Hull, Quebec, consisting of drummer Olivier Fairfield, guitarist Pierre-Luc Clément, saxophonist Lindsay Wellman, and nihilistic franglais poet and vocalist J.F. No. Fat Nat reflect the best of post-punk, improvisational jazz, trip-hop, and whatever other genres you can think of that ostensibly operate in the name of true freedom. On February 28, 2019, Boiled Records released the seventh title by Fetnat, a spirited concept album of sorts called Le Mal, which is comprised of two sides, each containing MIDI reinterpretations of the other. Le Mal was recently shortlisted for Canada's Polaris Music Prize, which means it's on a top ten list chosen by music critics and could win a huge cash prize when the award winner is announced on September 16th in Toronto. At the 2019 edition of Sappy Fest in Sackville, New Brunswick, uh, which took place during the first weekend of August, I caught up with three members of FETNAT just ahead of their main stage set, and we discussed this Polaris Music Prize nomination, how this band came together, JF knows unique contributions to FETNAT, and his fascinating background as a performer. We talked about each and every song on Lamal and more. A part of the E1 Podcast Network with the support of listeners like you who subscribe to this podcast and spread the word about it and make flexible monthly donations at patreon.com slash creative control plus in-kind support from CFRU 93.3 FM, Pizza Trocadero, The Bookshelf, and Planet Bean Coffee in Guelph and Granddad's Donuts in Hamilton. This is the 494th episode of Creative Control featuring three members of the excellent band Fetnat. With your host, me, Vishkana. Hello, Fetnat. How are you? Very Good. well. Thank How are you? you? It's Good nice, to, nice to be here with you in your van. Yeah. Have you ever had an interviewer in your van before? Yes, we have. In fact, yes. We did one. Uh, I think it was a podcast. Yeah. What? That's what this is. Oh. Is it? So we know what we're doing. This is a, a podcast van. And, and video a, also. Oh, you did a video? Yeah, we did quite few. Okay, you've done a number of interviews in this van. This is not breaking new ground for you. Is, is what we've agreed yeah, upon. Yeah, but there, yeah, it's been a while though. So if <laughs> okay, that good. Can, yeah. Well, it's nice to be. We're in Sackville, New Brunswick. Yeah. Uh, for Sappy Fest, you're about to play. So thank you for making time for me. I want to begin by asking each of you to introduce yourselves one at a time, so that the people listening can, you know, connect a, a voice to a name. So why don't we begin with the driver? I'm JF No. JF No, it's nice to uh, speak with you. I can only see the back of your head. 
Is it okay? Yeah. Oh, I can see you in the mirror. Your back of your head is looking great, JF. No, I see you, you in much. the mirror too. <laughs> thank you for your time. Let's move on to the passenger. Uh, hello, my name is Olivier Fairfield. Hi, Olivier. Nice to see you. Nice to see you as well. It's good to have you here. And wow, that was a lot of smoke that you've just blown into the van. You guys all smoke. It's amazing. I, I, no one smokes anymore. Real cigarettes. Everyone vapes and does other things, right? Yeah. No, we Maybe. talk about this quite a, quite yeah. a bit. Yeah. yeah <laughs> we don't like smoking that much. <laughs> I don't know. It's 100% tobacco. Right. Uh, right. Okay. Well, I didn't yeah. mean to go on a tangent there. You, sir, please. Uh, my name is Pierre-Luc Clément. Pierre-Luc, thank you. Hello, for, thank, thank you. Thank you so much for making time for me. Yes. Thank you. Now, uh, first of all, congratulations. Uh, not too long ago, you were shortlisted for the this Polaris Music Prize. How are you all feeling about this? Let's start with Olivier. Uh, well, I mean, um, it's a bit hard to define how we feel about it. We talk about it quite a lot, but mostly we're just very surprised. Are you surprised because of the kind of music you make? Well, not really because of that. Mostly because, honestly, we've never operated in the realm that leads to such an event or a prize, whatever. Hmm. So for that, is it is very surprising. That's probably a testament to your band and the sound you're making that you weren't even trying to get nominated for something and the greatness of it, if I may, just resonated enough with these people that they voted for you. That's actually, that's good. It's not a bad thing. No, I mean, no, it's not a bad thing. It's hard, I think, to judge for us what it what it does. But yes, no, it's not a bad thing. Have, I, have any of you in your long careers, whether you were children or, or, or teenagers or men, ever won a music award well some small scale or a smaller scale I think like for theater soundtracks I think you know we had one and nominated in some others um, oh there you go yeah we've yeah, we've, we've, we've won. won some awards <laughs> I've, I've been I've been to several awards uh, such as the Polaris but I've never won that's right <laughs> I can tell you that Olivier who else have you who else do you play with that might have been nominated for a Polaris music prize uh, Timber Timber which I've yeah Timber Timber, Andy Schaff and Lee Volbeck who have all lost right. the award. Right, yeah. right. Okay, <laughs> so you have some familiarity with this. Uh, JF, no, what do you think of this business about being nominated for awards for your music? Well, it is surprising, but it's understanding that it is a surprise because we don't have to sus subscribe ourselves to be part of this. Uh, nomination so uh, I, I, it is a surprise but thank you very much to uh, suggest uh, Fate Not yeah no it's good so let's talk about this group and how you met who in this van have known each other the longest if I may Olivier I think it's uh, me and Olivier okay yeah, how do you know each other Pierre-Luc uh, met uh, I don't even remember exactly but we've been playing music for about 15 years almost now I think S the significant event in our relationship was a band called Jean Voix. Oh. Which yeah. which was uh, prior to Fetnat. It was a quartet. And then when that band broke up, we started Fetnat. But this would have been 10 years ago now. Yeah. Oh, this was a band preceding Fetnat. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. So Instrumental, four piece with some friend of ours. So how old were you two when you met? Like 24, maybe? In your mid-20s? Okay. Yeah. And Pierre-Luc, uh, Olivier, I know you, you're a drummer, yes? Yes. A very good, great, excellent, superb drummer, if I might say. Thank you very much. It elevated. <laughs> Did you see how it escalated? I started it yeah, good. Yeah. You it just yourself. kept getting better. Yeah. Kept getting better as I, I described him. Yeah. No, fantastic drummer. Pierre-Luc, what do you play? I play mostly guitars and bass. Yes. And a lot of, uh, let's say, sampling and like designing the samples with Olivier and all the crew and... Live, I'm I'm triggering samples, drum pads, and mostly bass and guitars. Okay, yeah. right, yeah. I've seen the band live uh, a few times, and it's spellbinding. I love the band. Uh, I think I even shouted you out when Sloan were playing <gasps> at that festival of Megafono. That was I, you? I said, yeah, you should go see Fetnat. Oh, we I was the MC that. for Sloan. Arboretum. Okay, Arboretum Festival. Yeah. Arboretum yeah. Festival. Yeah. remember that. You remember yes. that. Yeah. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, I made We're a like, point. who of... the fuck is saying <laughs> <this>? <laughs> Well, it was me. It was me. I'd well, seen was you great. a few times, and I was trying to get people to go see you. And, uh, yeah, I love the band. Um, so, JF, now, how did you come to enter the orbit of Olivier and Pierre-Luc? Well, I, I'm, I'm native from Hall, but um, I moved away to Quebec City, and this is where music happened to me uh, in Quebec City. 
mostly because I'm I'm bilingual and in Quebec City is that's kind of a, a rare thing. Hmm. And after 11 years, uh, I, I moved back to my hometown. And as I was moving back to my hometown, I was getting involved with a uh, a uh, emergent uh, music festival in Hall, and it was called uh, Le Fouet Festival de Musique Emergent de l'Outaouais. Mm-hmm. And 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 I heard Jean Voix there, and they were booked on the first year of that festival. And right away for me it was like this is the band I want to work with, uh, and and by all means after the show I just uh, introduced myself to Pierre Luc and I guess it took few months and uh, they they uh, threw me up a kind of a cassette that they both uh, Olivier and uh, Pierre Luc recorded on their own and uh, I guess they they. You challenged me to put some lyrics on what they've mm-hmm. recorded, and uh, yeah. and this was brunch. So uh, then after that, uh, we kept on working together. Mm-hmm. So you're primarily the vocalist and lyricist in this group. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, but it sounds to me that the whole group as an entity is kind of the producer of the songs. Is that correct? Yeah, to say? I would say that. Yeah, I yeah. mean Jeff is like the what's the name like the nucle nucleos or catalyzer. Catalyst, he, nucleus. Yeah, like he's the st- you know he's the the he gets things the going. Creator of yeah, like the the, yeah. the whole meat behind all the lyrics. Obviously, like you know, I would say ninety nine percent. But the whole band, I think, participates also in like somehow curating the poetry. Uh, not all the time, but sometimes, and like uh, giving cues to like yeah, you know, get in a direction that maybe wasn't there in the at the time he wrote the 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 poem or something, and then. Yeah, just trying to direct the lyrics in the way we want it, and then it's great to react to that too. Yeah, if that's we need stuff to be rewritten or add-ons or cut and edited. Is a, a lot of the vocal uh, stuff improvised in some way, or there's few albums that I did show up in the studio without no lyrics and just improvise on the actual music. Pull uh, Pull would be a good example. Yeah. Of that. Uh, I don't know. I just listen to music, and music talks to me, and there's words coming out of my brain with it. So, <laughs> but I, I'm I, the foundation of it is I'm I'm really involved in the improv. I've always loved in improvisation. So, I guess these guys are like the best vehicle for what I like to do. So, now Pierre Luc described what you do, Jeff, as a poem. He didn't say song. He said poem. You consider yourself a poet. I don't really like books, so you don't like books. I don't like books. What's wrong with books? I like books. Who doesn't like books? There's people that likes books, and there's people that don't. And (laughs) I'm part of those ones that don't like books. What is it about the books? Is it the is it the paper? Is it the Um, the the writing? Bottom line, I'd say anybody could write anything. Right. So, uh, humbly, I just say, I try not to get influenced by anybody. uh, through music or lyrics or, 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 oh, or I style of art, so this is what I want to. Uh, this this is how I like to work is true improvisation and being uh, naive on what I have to do. So, if you are in immersed in improvisation as a poet, as a writer, as a lyricist, as a singer, does that suggest that it's hard to decipher or determine? the intent of what you're saying you know i have a i have a a secret weapon uh it's 19 years of professional mascot animation so which means that i'm capable of uh, of entertaining thousands of people without saying a word oh you were a mascot like you were like a professional a- mascot yeah i worked for the ottawa senators i worked uh in the canadian football league i work uh through uh Disney World on Ice, Sesame Street Live. Uh, wow! Uh, all all those. Is this big for real? Court. Yeah, it is. I've for never real. heard of this before. <laughs> yeah. You were a mascot, so you would wear the big outfits and. You would create them. Yeah, you would create I, the outfits. I build Sometimes, stuff. Yeah. I create them. I'd sell them. I had a company. I had people working for me doing that, and uh, yeah, that's well. I, I always got uh, attracted. To, to the the stage uh, early years it was dancing I did my classic ballet I did uh, ballet jazz uh, 
claquette and uh, so bottom line is this rhythm has always been part of me and 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 also movements so i i guess mascot was a way of hiding myself through a costume and and and, ex- and experimenting you really? know body language well it's funny you say this first of all it's mind-blowing that you say this i've never heard i didn't know this I'm, maybe you've talked about this before that's fascinating but there's a certain economy and minimalism to the words you say in these pieces sometimes there's not a lot being said but something's being conveyed do you think that's derived from this from this position this profession you had where you had to convey things wordlessly like does that inform you as a writer uh, a bit and also because of our hometown um where i grew up it's 50 50 french or and oh English. yes of course so my way of thinking is also bilingual so it's 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 easy for me to write a uh, french that english will understand right and and at the same time it's also easy for me to do English uh, simple uh, lyrics that French will understand the way I'm speaking right now yes. which is yes. <laughs> Frenchy opposite <laughs> but but that's how I am and and and, and with uh, Olivier and Pierre Luc they they always make me feel confident about who I was and the way I was working and it's just it bloomed by itself uh, okay and, and that, now we're at this point Olivier, do you have any perspective on some of the lyrical themes that JF has conjured in his work as it relates to um, maybe the, the general sort of feeling of Fetnat? You know, what you stand for, if you stand for something, so to speak? Like, does that... Yeah, it's an interesting question because we, we also talk about this together. Uh, the way that I perceive JF's words or maybe his intention... It's almost like there is never any distinction between him as a person doing whatever, sitting in this car, and him being on stage. Yeah. The, the energy level is different, but the way he represents what he sees and what he believes is always the same. It's kind of really, I don't know, natural? Is, mm. it, is it kind of boring to say it like that? No, no, it's a, it's it's, a natural, it's less performative and more of a natural extension of his true self. Mm-hmm. I think it's it is very true to to who he is and yeah, it's at some point if you know JF very well, it becomes hard to distinguish performance stage-wise and just a human doing something. Mm-hmm. So so having said that, who is JF to you? Ooh. Mm. Uh I don't know, but I mean um <laughs> Open a good door. friend I think we love each other quite a lot. Yeah, we, yeah, we all um, often say that we, we can't wait to see each other. There's a lot. I mean, <laughs> are you all in Hull? Yes. Yes. Yeah, well, yeah. He's in Ottawa. It's it's okay. interesting. It, that question is really is is interesting because it brings up this 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 factor uh, in the band, which we're I guess we're older men. Yes. You know, we all have busy lives. We're, we're all fathers, so we don't necessarily see each other outside of the band we don't go for beers or something yeah like that. we we run into each other but the buddy buddy part doesn't really well it's there but it's, it's there not, but, but we don't it's because of the time in your lives it's not the way yeah. it would be for younger people who have it, the time to get together and hang out all the time we did exactly. that or, uh, yeah you've past. done that before yeah. yeah yeah but in a way it's it's that is fine because when we do get together and and i mean whether we like it or not, we have to at this point because yeah. we have to play these shows, right? Uh, well, yeah. but, I mean, <laughs> we have. No, but when we do, to. though, it's we're not trying to be together. We truly are together. Yes. You know, like outside of the music, uh, you, in a way where, uh, you know, like there's there's the performance side to what we do, but there's also the, the fact that we like we're together, and in a way, that's why we do what we do, and that's why people perceive what we do a certain way or whatever whatever that perception is right you know, yeah. Pierre do you have any insights on, on that line of questioning and, and maybe what it is that makes FETNET work the way it does well that natural side of things I think that's what attracted me and Olivier to JF the first time we saw him saw him in an improv music night right all, we were playing on the same night we didn't know the guy really met him once and then I think that's what struck us because after the fact me and the viewer like without using those words I think we 
understood what we just saw. Um, that's talking about Jeff, like that natural extension of his own self. Right. Like we didn't know at the time, but there's that feeling, and and, and I would say it's it's really rare that I see that, and I personally look for that in art, in mostly performance or like authenticity. You look for authenticity. Yeah, and not only for that because I like other kind of stuff, but. Mm -hmm when that happens i know it's rare and i really enjoy it and i think uh, all of these guys at their at this time of their life maybe in the past it was a bit different but at this stage of their life when we met this was all present in all of us to right. different levels right. and i think for me that what makes this uh, experience special i think people can uh, think we are special as a band or whatever but like for me it's more from the inside like I, I i know this is special for me when we do stuff together right. because of exactly that point that natural extension of our own self not trying to impress and you know the fact that i don't want to force that thing that much but like yes we are a bit older than and we are fathers and being father for me changed a lot you know i don't want to talk to you uh, me too yeah, yeah it changes you absolutely you know, where like you know you realize that impressing people is maybe not the point to your life. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So it, it makes yeah, it fair. like it, it gets like one layer yeah. out. And um, it's probably not the only point being a father or being older. Like there's, you know, also thinking about those things. Like yeah, what yeah. do you want in life? What do you want to achieve? But yeah. this, all that together, I think at this stage of when we met and started music together was present. Mm -hmm. And uh, for me, it's a big part of, uh, of why it's so... Yeah, special. Well, it's fascinating that you've all hit upon this notion of natural expression, mm -hmm. effortless expression almost, because the music you make is unlike any music I can think of. It's very unusual mm -hmm. on some level. And I want to talk a little bit about this record, Le Mal. Oh, sorry. How do you pronounce your record's name? My French is... I won the French award in grade That's 8. Brown, that you okay, pronounce it right. Yeah. Now, why is it called Le Mal? Who wants to speak to that first of all? Olivier, maybe? Olivier? Yeah, le mal is um, a word we borrowed from, um, well, uh, Pierre Luc's partner, my partner, and uh, a, a friend of ours, which is friends with our partners. So these three women had this collective, which was a bit undefined, but they were creating uh, visual arts pieces. Yeah. Uh, and getting together and doing some singing and stuff like that. Which, by the way, they they are the singers on the record. They they sing on uh, Patio Monday exactly. and yeah, and, so and Patio Tuesday, I suppose. Yeah, and <laughs> Your World's My Mystery. Right. So right. Th that would be the three of them. So Melanie Myers, Chloe Berlanga, and uh, Catherine Levasseur Terrien. Right. So they came up with that great title, and we kind of stole it. What does yeah. it mean to you? What does it literally mean? It means le mal is well, literally the is evil? the pain, the pain, the pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. word for word. Yeah. We could step mean. out well, in the, the parking lot and see. Between the seat. pain and the evil, <laughs> I would say. Are you threatening me? Oh my well, god! Uh, that would be the pain. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to experience the pain. I've listened to the record. I don't need to get too close to it. Thank you very much. Thanks for the offer, though. No one's offered to take. That's embedded journalism. He wants me to get right in there. <laughs> Just okay, a, a the little pain. kick in the shin. No, no, no. I don't. I, I, it's my children <laughs> climb into bed with me and kick me in the all sorts yeah. of places. I'm fine. <laughs> okay, so it's called the mal, the pain. Well, uh, so we we had struggled about like well, not struggle we we had conversations about how to call this record. Uh, there were concepts because a lot of it comes from from a, a performance conceptual piece of work that we've done prior to the record. Right. And the residency. I think at, at one point we were playing a show and then you know it kind of it kind of rang, and uh, we we figured this is the best title for it. In a way, because it's it's not necessarily directly tied to the record, but just fits so well. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. It's very hard for us to understand that relationship to the record. Well, it's, it, that's fascinating because it, it has sort of been presented as a kind of concept record. Mm -hmm. And yet you're saying the title is sort of not associated with any conceptual framework, uh, at least intentionally. Maybe it is now. Maybe that's open for interpretation, of course. Well, I mean, those themes we were talking about doing that residency um, that was prior to this record yeah. that led to the new composition, I would say. Um, 
the the title that's why we picked the title because the the title the mal which is pain and maybe the evil is also is closely in linked with those conversations right. we had right artistic okay. conversation right not directly but so that's why when that came up as a maybe a potential uh, solution to our title it was like okay yes i i think this is okay this is talking to us you know so okay i want to go through the songs uh we don't have a lot of time because you have to get loaded up here yeah, but i want to go so through the songs on this record a little bit and get you to talk a little bit about uh, their musical and lyrical inspiration what is the first song on the record called tapi tapi yeah. that means carpet carpet yeah that's interesting in itself yeah. later on it's complementary pieces Oriental carpet, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yes, tapis d'Orient. Mm-hmm. Now, that's something we should address right away, is that there's two sides to this record, which mm-hmm. is, that's normal, mm-hmm. but they correspond, don't they? Uh, mm-hmm. The side two and side uh, one are kind of mirrored images, distorted mirrored images of each other, right? Mm-hmm. That's fair to say? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So let's talk about Tapi. Um, first of all, musically, where did this sort of come from? How would you describe this song in terms of... Well, I think uh, I would say the lyrics... Maybe, well, Jeff, you should talk about the I lyrics. I think the lyrics were, were part of another song. Yeah. The lyrics are... Uh, I found them. They were buried in some forgotten session yeah. that we had done uh, a long time ago. I mm-hmm. can't re- exactly remember when. Um, and they just kind of popped out. The thing about JF is just just to just to mention this is that uh, he's got a lot of words. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of words scattered around like on yeah, on, yeah. on on our things, computers, whatever. Oh, even you. I earlier suggested that maybe not every song has a lot of words, but you're saying there's a lot of creative ideas yeah, circulating. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't want to define exactly. I, I know what what Jeff is saying maybe you could talk about that but what's interesting about the lyrics in that song is that obviously to us at the time that they were recorded originally didn't work with what we were doing yeah and um it's interesting to to see that you know many years later they come they pop out and they just work jeff what do you want to say about the lyrics on tapi well usually when i show up with lyrics i try to show up like if it's i'm 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 provider for a fashion show or something like that <laughs> so i have the all setup of dresses makeups and everything shoes purses you were like the carl Lagerfeld. yeah so i i, oh, I yeah, open right. my big van and uh <laughs> they pick and choose what they like okay and and i i like what they like <laughs> and why carpet? What is tapis? What is this? Well, you know, in that? that tune, what Jeff is saying, and that's we, that's you know to everybody's interpretation. Sure. But I think what struck uh, us, me and Elvi, when we dig that out of his computer, was that uh, to stop, like I don't know, okay, that mix of like sadness in the theme, and somehow the the jolly way or aggressive way that that's been said. Mm-hmm. The lyrics are actually evocating, the f- like uh, a sad guy being someone rubbing metaphorically 
them their feet on the purse. Oh, I see. You know, as right. like they were garbage for them. Walking you know? all over them. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. So okay. that was really like charged emotionally, mm. but not necessarily delivered in a very charged emotional way. So that that mix was really interesting. We're, we're not always, but often looking for those kind of mix where it's somehow blurry mm-hmm. because of either kind of mix. Right. So that's the one that for me was interesting. Okay. Okay. Let's move on in the interest of time to, yeah. to Patio Monday. Monday, where does this song sort of come from, so to speak? That is one song that comes from us straight up jamming. Nice. I, re- I remember uh, we were at this place called the Temporaire, which we played many shows there. Actually, recorded a record there and would rehearse there. And not m- most of our songs do not come from that process, but that one did. Mm-hmm. So the uh, vocal delivery in every regard. You mentioned the backup singers. Uh, Jeff, your vocal attack on this is very fascinating. It's kind of up and yeah. down. The song is kind of rocking back and forth in its own way. How would you describe your approach to this one? Good coaching from Pierre-Luc and Olivier, because that's the, they're the one telling me what to do. <laughs> you're helping him with the phrasing and whatnot. And, yeah. and, and, and <laughs> usually, like, for instance, this session... I have like a a place where I put all my poetry into. Yeah. And it's kind of anonymous. Uh it's public but you don't know it's my poetry. Oh, I see. Yeah. And and I pick and choose in that bank of words. Mhm. Mm-hmm. So usually I listen again I listen to the music and it, it, it talks to me and I and suddenly it would connect me to a poem I did or something like that. Or a thought, or any you know, a state of mind, and 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 I go uh, along with it, and usually I hear it pretty good. Yeah, no, it's a f- fantastic song. Are the, the 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 backup vocals, if you will, or the 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 women, the female voices, are it's almost like a chant. Are they saying something exactly? I I can't figure that out. Are well, they? Are well, they, they're saying what I was writing what what I wrote a is, long time uh, ago actually. a long time ago yeah. and what they're saying is uh, there's no money there's no honey you know so no money no honey that's what they're are saying are they saying that in English? yes yeah. no yeah. money no honey yeah. oh yeah. didn't yeah. know that yeah. Yeah. yeah I just it sounded I was like did they sample this from some Afrobeat record that I don't know no, or that's, no. them singing that's very fascinating yeah. okay yeah. very and, good and the patio does exist it's my rooftop patio uh huh and I really enjoy that patio on every <laughs> Monday evening. Okay. <laughs> okay. Only Monday. Only evening. Monday. Yes. Except yes. later yes. later on Tuesday. We, yeah. we learned that... The well, yeah. for me, Monday is Friday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. You're really blowing my mind right now. <laughs> Uh, okay, let's move on to De Foix, which my understanding is sometimes. Is yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. You say that in the song, Jeff, right? Do you actually, do you actually in English say sometimes? Oh, now you're catching me on my... Own lyrics. G- yeah, you you do, know, you, you I do. have to say one thing. Did about, I get that wrong? Well, no, it's not that. It's just that uh, still today we're on stage and I'm asking the guys which song are we playing because... And There's songs that do have like three hmm. titles. Like I show up with a poem, I gave the title to that poem. Yes. They have a title for their music. Right. And and often we'll 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 ask a friend of ours to rewrite all the titles. So sometimes in a, in like this one, I uh, in an interview, I get asked about a song but I don't know which song we're talking about. Oh, uh, so this was the is the lyrics of the CrossFit tune. 
Which um, is a, a song that never that was recorded but never yeah. put out. Like okay, you, as you can see right now, <laughs> it's not the only thing in the record. But every time you ask a question about things, uh, I think the idea of collage, yes, is pretty present. Yes, and it's, it's present in the listening experience. That's for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. but not like a collage, like in a, in a cheap way. I don't want to say that it's that good, but like it was done on purpose with mm-hmm. a lot of thoughts behind. Mm-hmm. But there is an aspect of collage in this record, um, but with themes and minds and music themes and also yeah. lyric themes you know yeah. so uh, we had to re-record stuff but there was stuff already present that we we stole from ourselves you know? right i understand so yeah. there's a jeff may not know when he said this yeah or yeah. what his idea exactly. was at the exactly. time it yeah, might have been years ago exactly but yeah. you're grabbing it and putting it in this isn't it great uh, yeah. that is great so even as you're on stage you'll have to kind of conjure something well, it, it, less than before, right? But but it's still happening. Yeah. Like yesterday, it did happen. Yeah, that's fascinating. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to say anything about the intent here then, or is the does the well, collage? Well, I think like the most interesting part to me, that like to personally is that um, like kind of a sad, sad birthday, um, yeah, kind of thing. Especially with the saxophone that were recorded at the end, it kind of like really closed the deal on the aesthetic mm. that we were looking for where mm. like the really anti-saxophone playing with like like it's kind of bad saxophone uh-huh. unintentionally and for me it reminded me and uh, that's really I, uh, that, that was not the intention of the band but for me that the, the image I was was uh, Leo in Twin Peaks uh, at, at his birthday oh I be see well, looking for new shoes it's a so, very deflated song yeah right. you know, and it's also so very public so this idea of a party yeah. totally works yeah like right. a fail, failing party in a way right yeah. okay Okay. it could be yeah. a very boring bus ride yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay you know okay I appreciate this okay we have to move on to soft purse another old song <laughs> <laughs> well f- should I say this sure yeah I, soft purse comes from like old really old stuff yeah that you recorded actually it comes you know you know last text that's yes uh, soft purse comes before last text and in some ways is is kind of a kind of well this is projects ago for you yeah but it I think this was a thing that I'd made and whatever uh Aesthetically, it doesn't really correlate to the rest of the record, but Pialik had the good idea of putting it on. I don't know why, but it to- it works. It's just I found it on my computer <laughs> while doing like the the skeletons of the yeah. tunes at one point, and it just was um, a, a nice refreshener. I felt in the whole pretty dry kind of electronic like. It wasn't apocalyptic sound like it was like a little more grungy yes, thing, yes and I felt like it was well deserved spot but this was not released via Last X was it? no no, no it was no, never, released. never released okay okay no, this is no. just something that was in your archives yeah okay, yeah. okay. I just mentioned that because I think I, it thinking about it that that piece kind of led to the aesthetic of Last X. A- anyway, it's just a aside. I sh- okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's okay. irrelevant, really. And what about the lyrical intent? Do you, do you have anything to say about this? There's no lyrics on There's it. no lyrics, yeah. right? Yeah. No, yeah. you do so sing, but the mic is off. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. okay. <laughs> <There's>, is that <laughs> I guess right? It's my participation yeah. in, in that is dancing. Dancing, yeah. okay. Yes. So when you do it live, you will dance. Yeah, we don't even do it live. Yeah. Don't even do it yeah. live, okay. It's just like an interlude. Okay. okay. Yeah. Now, what is the final song on side one called? Your world is my mystery gift. Oh, 
Your world is my mystery gift. That's an uh, that's an interesting title. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Uh, I guess I'm the guy that is responsible for this sort of poem. Um, <laughs> sort of poem. Well, it, it is a poem, but at the same time, it is a thought of mine. Like the the that's 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 how I I, I see things. Okay. And 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 through my 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 vocabulary I, I i i try to paint the idea of i want to share my universe because your universe is interesting to me so it's sort of like a a, a message to let's trade our our spaces so okay. generosity okay yeah. okay what about musically what do you want to say about it who who wants to speak on its music this one, actually, at first, uh, Olivier, if I remember correctly, we were even thinking it could be uh, only like a spoken word tune. That's true. That's true. Because the, I think that the lyrics were very strong and we really, really liked that, that mm. poem. And we're like, can we actually come up with something that will be supporting correctly? And uh, it took us a bit of time. So it really started with Jeff's lyrics on this one. It's actually this one was a catalyst of the whole album too. Oh, interesting. In a way where, you know, there's a little dystopian approach, but very loving and very generous. So that's that mix was interesting. And then, yeah, musically we came up with a few fails before, mm. and then Olivier took like the pieces and bits of that and made a a great groovy, dark, weird tune. <laughs> now, all right, I, I appreciate that response. Just in the interest of time, unfortunately, I think we should yeah, sort of, inca- yeah, we have to get going soon here. Uh, there's a band playing, so we have a bit of time, yeah, clearly. But yeah. uh, let's encapsulate why the second side is, as I said earlier, a distorted mirror of the first. What's the concept here, if there is one, in terms of relating side two to side one? Um, the, oh, do you want to go ahead? My, for me, let's go quickly, everyone. Like for me, it, <laughs> it it's kind of like uh, like being stuck in a video game idea. Like it's broader than that, but like I would say, this is one aspect of it. Because the interpretation is a MIDI. Is it a MIDI interpretation? Yeah, it's a MIDI yeah. interpretation. Yeah. So it's kind of like that that where you feel stuck in a digital world, but we didn't want to use those codes or like, you know phones and internets like this is not what we wanted to say it was more broader than that like um well, getting lost in in, in why did uh, why does that dystopian video game world interest you because uh, i think well, i mean slowly the world's going there anyway <laughs> we're becoming more automated uh, yeah in a, in a weird way i mean this was our science fiction idea right it, you know it's okay. a creation but olivier maybe well know. also in practice in it's it's interesting because it exposes a, a form of failure in in the process where our intention was to make a full record of this media mm-hmm. approach which by the way i think just to clarify when we talk about media i've realized in interviews um people kind of think it happens in the computer but we're actually playing MIDI instruments. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Okay. So we're we're performing. The idea of performing with this these MIDI devices is to make it very unnatural to us, which, which correlates to what Pierre Luc was just talking about in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but we kind of failed the 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 to create as many tracks as we wanted to. Let's say. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, either not that we failed, but it's almost like we. Our concept failed. Right. We, we 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 couldn't generate enough interest over time over the process. Yeah. Right. So Word. we um. Okay. Oh, you said okay. You said eight forty. We're with Vish in the van. We're get, we're coming right now. Okay. Bye. Oh. Okay, we gotta go. Okay. Let's drive. Yeah. Let's drive over Let, there. Let's drive. Yeah. Just oh. just just a. Is this is this in any way insightful? <laughs> Absolutely. You? Yeah. Okay. okay. Why wouldn't it be? I don't know because. It's uh, it's I do it's it's hard for us to talk about these songs because we don't really think about these things really when we're making them. Absolutely, that's, yeah. that's but that's the point of this exercise mm-hmm. uh-huh. is to get you thinking about it a little bit and get people. I think it's insightful. I hope so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I we're clearly moving now. We're moving towards your show. Mm-hmm. So I will wrap up as we go. 
I, I want to thank you for this time. Thanks what, you. What, to you. What is next for this band then? You you seem to have concepts. Are you already working towards the next record? Yeah. 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 We we do have we got some pretty fun ideas. Um, they're not developed completely yet, but yeah. you know they're okay. there. They're there, and they're the they're exciting to us at this point. Okay, which All was right. not always the case for every record, but this this time we're pretty excited about this. Awesome, that's great. Yeah. Now, if there is there one song that I can play for people right now, so they can get a sense of what we're talking about from this record, from Lamal, I mean, sorry, not yeah. <laughs> the new thing. What would you select? I think like. One for me that hasn't been played a lot is that one we're saying, like the Sad Birthday Des Fois. For me, it's a special track. It's a bit longer, but sure. it hasn't been played as much as the Patio Monday and Tapi, and I think it's, it deserves to be played. Okay, that's, let's okay. go out with that. Yeah. This okay. is Des Fois. Thank you so much again for your time. Best Thank luck you. with everything going forward, and we'll talk soon. Thanks to you. Okay. Thanks to you. Bye-bye. Bye. Merci beaucoup again to Olivier, Pierre-Luc, and J.F. No of Fetnat for appearing on this, the 494th episode of Creative Control, which is a part of the Entertainment One Podcast Network and available on every podcast platform you can name. It's also on Spotify and Audioboom and YouTube and all sorts of things. 
If you can't find an episode you're looking for, or if you want to learn more about me and sign up for my regularly scheduled newsletter, please visit my site, vishkana.com. You can like Creative Control on Facebook, follow the show on Twitter at vishcreative, or follow me at vishkana. You can also listen to a radio show version of Creative Control on Wednesdays at noon Eastern Standard Time, around the world at cfru.ca, or on an actual radio at 93.3 FM if you're in or near Guelph. Also, please, please, please visit patreon.com slash creative control to make a flexible monthly donation to keep this podcast going. I would love to make this uh, this work at least a viable part-time job. It's something I do f- because I feel like I have to and because I feel like it needs to be done. I don't know why I do it. Uh, don't make me tell you why. Well, you, you didn't do it. I'm doing it myself. Anyway, I like doing it. I like to do more of it. And, uh, and feel comfortable doing it. So if you'd like to help in that regard, go to patreon.com slash creative control. And again, creative control is spelled with a K at the beginning of creative and a K at the beginning of control. Two Ks. Visit patreon.com slash creative control. Thanks again to Pizza Trocadero, The Bookshelf, Planet Bean Coffee, and Granddad's Donuts for their in-kind support of the show. As always, thanks to my old friend Jim Guthrie. He lets me use some music of his on this show and you can learn more about Jim at jimguthrie.org and finally thank you very much for listening to this podcast and subscribing to it and telling your friends to do the same it means the world I will talk to you very very soon goodbye for now on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.